Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and atom. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. May 11th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Tuesday. Hope you're having a great start to your day. How's everybody doing? I'm doing swell. <coughs> swell. Living, living the dream. Oh, wow. It's Tuesday. Way to one-up me there, buddy. My Thursday. Well, I figured closing the show yesterday, I went with the same thing as you, so I had to come in one up you today. Okay, good idea. That's good radio right there, buddy. Yeah. You sound like you went to radio school. <laughs> Smart. Which, by the way, speaking of radio school, aren't we getting close to the annual journalism awards here at KRC? Uh, yeah. Are we? Well, I, we'll need to check the actual date on it. I, I've been doing so much prep about who's winning the awards. I've be frank, I'll for, I forgot when we actually do it. You know who made a big move in the journalism awards Well, yesterday? based on some of the dad jokes you explained, seems like Kyle Tucker's got some work to do. Oh, big time work to do. But Rick Bozich, he could be up for fastest fingers of the year. Oh. Yeah. It, very responsible. I thought, I thought you were thinking grill, grill master journalist. Oh, no, no, I'm not grill master journalist of the year. He's, he's going to go down for fastest fingers because yesterday he, I, I don't know when he was talking to Bob Baffert, but he tweeted out, Baffert says one test issue was created by a groom urinating in the stall after the groom had been taking cough medicine. Horse ate some of the hay. Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. Everybody was just cracking up at that. Like, like can you believe first, Medina Spirit would eat that hay? First, he thinks that wokeness is coming after Medina Spirit. And then it's now that it's syrup peeing and they had who knows what they had been getting into. And then the horse, obviously, it's a wild animal. It loves to eat pea hay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was like, that's hilarious. That's good stuff. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. did you say Medina Spirit, though? I did. The the only Baffert horse anybody was talking about yesterday, except it, it, Rick Bozich. In the news, though. Very. So I think most people, when they saw that tweet, would say, oh, Medina Spirit. Yeah. Of course. An hour later. Just to clarify, Baffert told this story about another unnamed horse he trained, not Medina Spirit. He was trying to make the point about how samples can come back positive. So I retweeted that because it was one of those things I, – I, this is not like a sick brag, although I know how it sounds. I just I don't get on Twitter as much as I used to. But yesterday with the with with everything with the Medina Spirit, it felt kind of like you know Louisville and Churchill Downs, and obviously the Kentucky Derby was big time in the news. Oh, so. Rick Bozich was quote tweeted by every popular sports. Not in sports, but even the news people I follow. Yeah, that 2,000 tweet, likes, 255 retweets, almost 900 got replies. Up to eight, it got up to 800 retweets on the original one before he was like, ah, maybe I should tell people it wasn't the horse that everybody's talking about. 
I so mean, I retweeted his just to clarify because it, in the moment I was like, oh, okay. Well, that, you know, that takes a little bit of air out of the story. But then I was thinking to myself, like, oh, I bet, bet Baffert's not too happy about all that. You know, on top of everything else, and he's got plenty to either maybe to be blamed for or to feel like he can get angry about, or maybe a little bit of both. But yeah, that that was I mean, that was a goof. Like Rick, you know how hard it is to say not Medina Spirit. Everybody's talking about Medina Spirit, and you're just gonna lob that one out there without and wait an hour to clarify. You would think that when his phone was just going, he might be like, you know what? I think I should let the people know he didn't mean Medina Spirit. So, Rick, you you do have the fastest fingers. They not might might not be correct, but that's what you learn in journalism school. It's better to be first than correct. So, good job, Rick. You're well on your way to winning a journalism award from KRC. Yeah, that. Uh, what a bozo! Rick Jesus, Bozich, bozo. Goodness that was a little disingenuous. Like when people are gonna be like, "Ooh, media's bad." I mean, that's one thing you could point to right there. And be like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, making us all look bad. Because because Bob Baffert was doing plenty to make himself look bad. You didn't have to juice it up any with a pee hay story. Which, by the way, that 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 would not have happened. Horses are picky eaters. They wouldn't just eat. I mean, unless the thing was loaded with cough medicine. He's like, "Ooh, cherry, cherry pee." Like, I'm gonna try this out, which would not have been the case. It was ridiculous. Almost as ridiculous as Baffert blaming cancel culture, which uh, was cancel culture around in 1968, or was it 58, whenever Dancer's Image got DQ'd for a similar anti-inflammatory drug. This just kind of shows sometimes, like, the divide in, I don't know if verbiage is the right word necessarily, but understanding between generations. Like, Bob... Cancel culture is hot in the streets right now. Mm-hmm. So he's this using is, that. This is just a rule. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is just a rule. You know, you can't, like, you you agreed to this when you signed up to do, uh, to race in Kentucky that. These are the rules you're going to uh, follow. What What is this? Two weeks before a race that you can't do the drug? I was learning more about it yesterday. Uh, but anyways, you, you, you knew the rules. You've got to get it out of your system by then. Yeah. And that's what happened um, when I was reading up on Dancer's Image, who was the, the other DQ for anti-inflammatories. They thought it would be out of the horse's system. He had like an, an ankle issue before the race. They're like, we'll do this. It'll be out of his system by Derby Day. He'll be fine. Didn't get out of his system. Not not good. Not good. And they're going to do the second test. They said that's going to take a few weeks. I thought it'd be quick, but I guess they're going to be thorough with it. It's going to take a couple weeks. In the meantime, Medina Spirit heads over to the Preakness and plans on racing, and mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can really do anything about it, and I actually kind of like it. I love the storylines aspect of it. Go ahead and win a, a fake Triple Crown for all I care. Yeah, that'd be pretty – How hilarious would it be to win the Triple Crown in, like, while the Derby's in jeopardy? <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be I don't cool. think it would – I feel like five weeks – Yeah, we should get the test back. It would then, be – yeah, right, right. But hey, you but could never have – say never, maybe an appeal or something. You could have the appeal. Preakness, though, and that's what's going to make this – one of the most watched races at Pimlico. It's more anticipated than Seabiscuit Manowar. I mean, everybody's going to be watching this thing. Uh, I love that Baffert too is part of his spin zone. Like he's he's got he's he's cranking up the PR machine. Uh, he knows how to play the media. You know, we're going to drop cancel culture on Fox News. I'm going to play the woe is me. I'm not even going to go to Pimlico, so I can't drug my horses. It's physically impossible. So. I just I like the kind of the direction he's taken to deflect. And here's the thing: 
Baffert has done so much to make people hate him, but also there's some people who just love how brazen he is. Like, it's it's kind of like the Patino when he starts just laying out the, can you, uh, I just trusted him too much. We, or Papa John's. There's a conspiracy. Like you, when you get when you get so ridiculous, people love it. I need you to be careful though, because we we can't like we can make fun of and poke fun of, but we don't want Baffert to change, right? Like we miss Patino. We still miss his antics. We don't. We quotes like this, people like this, even if they just seem like dweebs at times. Still funny. Still good to hear right, from. Right, right. I would and rather ultimately him... Baffert good for horse racing more yeah. than bad. Although the interesting about all this is that narrative is hanging in the balance well, with all this as well. You shouldn't drug your horses. No, like no, no, no. You should not. That's, that's like yeah. That's why the it rules because it's not safe. And his home track, Santa Anita, last year was the talk of horse racing for what the first. I mean, horse racing was a national news story, and it wasn't because of the Kentucky Derby last year for three months because the courses kept breaking down at his home track. Justin, like, did you do safety the issues are a problem. Internet unplug. I did. Okay, yeah. you can't do you don't do that during the show. During you can't break. do it during the break either. Yeah, you can. Well, we're not on our computers live on air during a break. And the show, the but they also there. don't want sponsors getting missed. Oh, so they'd rather not hear uh, they'd rather hear commercials than sponsors. Well, so when I reset the Wi-Fi, it only kicks it off the FM. But yeah, let's not do it during the show. Heard. Yeah, let's second just. Just do it before the show, almost on a universal basis, because we just know it's yeah. going to be crappy at some point. I haven't day. done that in a while. Justin, just pulling the plug on our show to save the sponsors. Just trying to uh, what trying a, to help a, help out the listeners here. over here. But yeah, yeah to go now back I'm getting, to your, now, Justin. Damn it! To go back to your point, though, Terry. You're right in that it's good to have a personality as big as Bob Baffert on Fox News spouting off nonsense after he got caught cheating. Again, 31st time he's had some sort of incident. Five in the last 12 months, and they've all been as good horses too. Gamine, Charlton, now Medina Spirit, which they're ha- – they, they, Amid all the news, the post-position draw for the Preakness is supposed to be yesterday. That got moved to 4 o'clock – this afternoon, um, so we'll we'll see where Medina Spirit draws. Uh, ju- uh, uh, Justin, sorry, let's move past it. I can't. I apologize. I'm getting I'm, now. I'm just getting direct messages. Are you have anybody reached out to you to let you know the stream was down? Not yet. <laughs> just no. well, so time that the that, stream is down. That's why I did it initially because the stream and the website were down. No, so. I think it wasn't down until you unplugged it. It was down. I got a couple of texts about. It. Uh, I didn't get anything until. You plugged it, which, oh, yeah. Okay. Just text that in. Let us know. Five won't zero, happen again. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Also, sorry about not sending over the text, Justin. Uh, no worries. Kind of forgot about it. I got you. And then Roush came in and was so rude to you. Yep. He was rude to me. Well, rightfully so. Over here trying to take our show off the oh, air. What, what did Roush know and when did you know him, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Nick Cage he, he, movie where he can see in the future, mm-hmm, but he, only like 10 minutes in the future. Yeah, he said he could see in the future last week, so he just knew what was going on. Yeah, he, he, knew, he knew what was coming. All right. Uh, Baffert, horse racing. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked. Either with, way, uh, it, was, it, was, it was quite the dog and pony show, quite literally, yesterday morning. And now they're the Preakness draws today, right? Yes, 4 oh, p.m. this afternoon. Shame, shame on your buddy Brad Cox. 
Shame. What, for Shame. not running his that, horses? Yeah, well, at least Mandaloon. Mandaloon's got a triple crown in the balance, and you're just telling me you're not going to go take it to the Preakness? Weak. Weak move. Yeah. He, and there was a WDRB report yesterday that was like, maybe maybe they had filed this at noon and they just ran the same story at 6 or 6.30 or whatever time it was, but they were like, Radcox Mandaloon has no plans to race in the Preakness. So far, they think 11 horses will be racing. They're announce, they'll, they'll announce the draw tomorrow. I was like, shouldn't they know the horses that are going to be in it before the draw? I feel uh, like they probably do. Yeah. This WDRD report was just a little. Yeah, it's just not official, final. Um, I'm hoping, is Cotto River not running? That would be a weak sauce. I hope Cotto River. Mandaloon not running is weak sauce, and you need to call up your boy Brad Cox and say. I get, though, the quick turnaround. Although I would think quick that turnaround, Mandaloon. Same turnaround for a lot of these horses. Yeah, I would think that Mandaloon would be much better suited for the shorter distance. Love the name. But uh, Cotto River, I'm probably going to bet on Cotto River to win anyway. It's a sprinter, early speed, shorter race. Didn't run great last time out, but you can throw that out. So so don't bet on Cotto River. Got it. Oh, I'm going to try to beat Medina Spirit. <laughs> going to try. It should be nice. Nice weather for the Preakness is what they're saying. That's going to be a great sports day, by the way, too, because it's the final day of the NBA regular season. They're doing the, the kind of soccer Rules where you don't want to know what other you don't gain an advantage. They don't want teams being able to be like, oh, we clinched because so and so lost. We're good. We don't need to play hard. Right. They want everybody to not know exactly what's going on. So you better just go out there and win. Take care of your own mm-hmm. business. Exactly. So uh, they're all playing their games between twelve fifteen and three or twelve thirty and three o'clock. All the games are tipping off at it's once. Going to be madness. So we're getting all NBA all afternoon leading into the Preakness Stakes. So. Really need to get my yard work done before Saturday so I can not have anything to do. Just watch horse racing and basketball all day. The stream's still down. Stream's been down. Strongly disagree. I got a text to the text line at, let me see here, 708. Stream down for the show. App and call number isn't working. That's when I went to reset the Wi-Fi. That's when you started getting texts that the stream was down. But the stream was already down. Cotto Rivers is not even running the Preakness. So. The only thing is we'll never know because the people listening to the stream can't won't be able to tell us. Oh, no. <laughs> Catch 22. Cotto Rivers not running? Nope. So uh, that's going to be tough for that horse to win. Yep. Concert Tour is Baffert's other horse who's better than Medina Spirit. Is Concert Tour running? Mm-hmm. He shipped up there with uh, Medina Spirit yesterday. Oh, they vanned up there. Thing, I just hope things get dirty. Nope. Yep. Everybody's saying you guys even on the air. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll figure this stuff out. Maybe. Maybe we won't. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rush, Justin Caleb. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. What are you doing, dude? You're terrible. Stop whining. I still don't think the screen is working, but Justin was right. The influx of texts, I guess, just were coincidence of that's when people were waking up and tuning in on the show. Mm. Wow, Justin was right. Per usual. No, not per you. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. We're uh, we're working on it. 
behind the scenes here at the Big X. Which is us just trying to figure out if there's anything we can do to fix it. We can't personally do anything. That's true. Except for put on a good program. The podcast will be okay. Yeah. So those listening to the podcast will try to keep going business as usual. I think the AM is still fine. AM and FM are fine. FM's back on. Correct. Good to go? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I don't know. I guess tune in, anything that's streaming, website related. Yeah, that's that's where we're having our issues. Uh, same issues we've had here with the internet for, been here since 14, so seven years with the internet. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. Blame it on Insight. I'm good to blame it on Insight. Probably accurate. We still Probably have a, a bill or of some sort of Insight letterhead hanging up in the other room, so... Insight definitely partially to blame. Mm-hmm. Probably more than partially. Text on in, 502-414-1450. I want to remind you about our friends at Genesis Diamonds. They are diamond people, diamond wholesalers, always have been, always will be. They don't have a middleman. They pick the diamonds. They bring them to the store. There's no markups. You know you're getting the best price at Genesis Diamonds. They're over on Shelby Oil Road next to Trader Joe's. They are all about diamonds. They've been doing this for a long time, Roush. They know what they're talking about when it comes to their fine jewelry. We got more details about the boat night arrest. Did you see the police report? Uh, I have just... I have not seen an actual police report, just what uh, Justin shared on Cats Illustrated, because we were actually efforting to get one, our hands on one ourselves. Oh. Hasn't, yeah, because it's only on the message board right now. And we're, we're in a, I will just say, very precarious place people, right now. I've, I've seen people talking about it on Twitter, but maybe they're all just going off that same report. Anyways. Yeah, yeah they okay. are. But it's, it, I feel like we're in a weird spot, because you don't want to like report stuff that's on a message. Like, it's just a weird thing. Reporting stuff behind a paywall. Well, it's. I'm pretty sure it's the police report. I don't think. I think he just lifted quotes from it, though. Like, we, there's not a PDF that we can just say, "Here's the PDF." So we're efforting to get the PDF so yeah. it would get out there. Surprise! Honestly, surprise! A, a, a John Hale or some newspaper person hasn't gotten their hands on it or a TV station at that, but because the, the details are very bad. Like, oh yeah, very. I mean, they're awful. And it, to make a very. Well, I mean, there's no nothing really funny about it, but. Gets arrested, doesn't want to call an attorney, wants to call Lexington police. That he, feels a little SEC like. It does. Uh, also, the fact that he couldn't, like, he didn't notice that the cop had the flashlight pointed well, at him to be from fair, the passenger there's side. I want to be fair. Cops are kind of sneaky like that. Yeah, he was also like, and he couldn't figure out which. Side to roll the window down on, which uh, to I be honest, to always do I the, do that yeah, to, quite I, often where I think I'm rolling down the right window and I hit the wrong always button. Always try to give the benefit of the doubt. He, he, whether he was drunk or not drunk, or whether whatever state of mind he was in, probably nervous. Anybody, even if you're, if it's your first time getting pulled over, if it's your 30th time getting pulled over, it's still just kind of like a, oh, oh, oh. And yeah, the cops will do like where one comes up one side and then the other comes up on the other. And they try to make it clear by having the flashlight on. I guess he still didn't notice. He placed himself under arrest, basically. He wasn't, he just wouldn't talk to him and refused to kind of get out of the car for a while and then just got out of the car and bent over the front hood and just was put his arms behind his back saying arrest. And they said, You're not under arrest. We, we need to talk to you at the back of the car. 
He refused any sort of breathalyzer, any field sobriety test, any of those things, just basically gave himself up. And, Rush, I wouldn't be surprised if if we did hear, very well could not hear this as well, but I do think it's worth bringing up, that the – I wouldn't be shocked if we hear, listen, I don't want to deal with the police. I just thought the safest thing for me to do is just to – Give myself up, not say a word, and that be that. That you know, his reasonings for why he did that, who knows what it was. Perhaps he was doing it because he was drunk and just didn't really realize too much what was going on. Didn't want to slur his words. I, yeah. All who, around who, it. yeah. Who who really knows? Not for us to say, but that's just the details from the report. But I think the most embarrassing well, not the most embarrassing thing in all this, if it turns out to be true, we'll see we'll see what uh what comes of it is gets to the police station, Kenton County, does not want to call an attorney, just demands to talk to Lexington police. Which, again... Very SEC football move. Very SEC football mm-hmm. move. It's not crazy to think, Roush. It's, again, we're just throwing we're just throwing everything out there. It's not crazy to think potentially he thought he, maybe he was in Lexington. Maybe he thought, like, this is the sheriff's department, but I need Lexington police department. Who maybe that's the maybe that's the case. He probably didn't. Probably knew that he was uh, heading closer to Northern Kentucky and thought, "Hey, I know people at Lexington Police Department. They'll help take care of this." Or it's a big under, misunderstanding. That's kind of an embarrassing look. And if I, I think ultimately Kentucky will decide to part ways well, with them, especially if this de- if these details end up being true, the way that. Particularly the athletic director views alcohol-related incidents. I mean, as, as much as we give him guff for it, it was, what, two years ago when that accident happened. So I'm sure there's a much stricter – like he's going to operate under much stricter guidelines than most would. It's not going to be Tubby Smith, no nonsense, you're off the team. Shout out Desmond Allison. But I do think with somebody who's built up, um, you know, no goodwill in a year's time, We'll have, they'll have no problem moving on from him. I don't. I'm not saying that I expect that to happen, but I, I would not be surprised. You're just giving that side of uh, of the discussion if it gets to that point, and I think that I think that's totally fair. Uh, he was, if these reports are true, he was super dangerous. That's a somewhat busy part of Expressway. It was at two in the morning, so it wouldn't have been busy then. But going 92 in a 65, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's, uh, I, and then when you have a bottle of alcohol allegedly under your seat, half drinking, that's dumb. And man, it the cops probably could have saved his life too. For all we, you know, I yeah, mean, this could end up being a you saved his life, saved somebody else's life, right. saved a couple lives. You you just never really know. That's why these situations uh, are scary and they're serious. And Kentucky's certainly going to be taking it seriously. And I think a little part of it, whether this is fair or not, Roush, I said it yesterday, I think if uh, in some cases, if the juice is worth the squeeze, you can do suspensions, you can do pay reductions, you can do things in-house. But if he had already kind of ruffled some feathers the wrong way in the football department and he maybe wasn't carrying his weight in some areas, and we know the wide receiver play, we've talked about that over the last few years, Mm Could make it a little easier for Kentucky to say it ain't it ain't worth it for us. So pretty disappointing, and uh, somewhat sad. I, if he if he needs help, if this war is a cry for help, hope he gets it. You just never know in some of these situations. So uh, that's that was an update from from Cats Illustrated on more details from the report. 
it's only a matter of time before that gets out there where everybody's seeing it left and right. But mm-hmm. bummer, bummer there, and uh, just hope that hope that everybody can move forward in an appropriate way. We got uh, segway time. Good news. Here we go. Yeah. This is uh Hey, so what's going on with this Ohio State commit that was going to visit and now he's not visiting? Apparently, uh, Ohio State's very scared of Kentucky. Tegra. So is that what Vince's tweet was about? Shabola. Um, yeah, pretty pretty sure that Vince was just subtweeting. He uh, he attends Lakota West. He's an offensive tackle. Uh, so teammates with Alex Safari considered the number twenty four offensive tackle in the country by twenty four seven Sports top two hundred fifty guy. Uh, Rivals has him ranked even higher. Committed to Ohio State a long time ago, back in uh, April of 2020. So he's been committed there for a very long time. He had planned on coming down to visit this weekend and then said on Twitter, uh, actually, I'm not going to visit Kentucky this weekend. And it prompted, it, 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 we got a nice little subtweet from Vince Merrow saying, LOL, someone getting nervous. Go Big Blue. Very nice jab. Nice little jab. Yeah, some Ohio State fans got in on it. UL fans just cannot, they cannot stand Vince. Yeah, because he's what they love. Vince Merrow is everything Louisville loves in their their coaches. They love a guy that talks a lot of trash, is extremely cocky, and will make headlines at a moment's notice. And they don't have that anymore. So they get very mad that the big dog consistently does that then he'll just start talking can you believe he said that it's like the same i mean you had a coach that said mike mara was the best three-point shooter he's ever seen like come on pot meat cattle like seriously but then but yeah that's i think there's sometimes maybe a well vince can be hyperbolic that's that's fair oh to say. yeah but yeah this, we this one it. wasn't so much no there, there's probably some truth to it you don't tell a commit they can't go visit somewhere oh unless you're scared that they're gonna go decommit Drake it, Jackson told that story now it was under the urban Meyer regime and he didn't name names but we all know it was urban Meyer urban Meyer was a jerk to all those to Landon to, to all of those guys back in the day and Flat out told Drake, "Oh, you're gonna go. You're gonna consider going to Kentucky. Well, we don't recruit losers here. So, and that's the Ohio State mentality: is they try to talk down at everybody else to build themselves up." Does that so, confirm that was Urban Meyer on that quote? I just saw the it, quote. It was Urban Meyer. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. Which, by the way, Urban Meyer, you idiot. Let's hi- let's get the three ring circus in for our first year in the NFL. Bringing Tebow back to play tight end. But it's going to work. <laughs> I don't really have an issue with it. I'm sure probably the conversation between Tebow and Urban Meyer, who Tebow kind of considers a god, was, listen, if I'm not – I'll be the first to let you know if I'm not, like, with it. Like, if I feel like I'm getting beat or I'm just not – and I'm just bet Urban was like, all right, then this is kind of risk-free. Because he will he will be honest that, like, if he's – just getting dominated, he's going to hang it up and we won't yeah, have to worry about it. This him. is a guy who kept playing baseball four years. I know. I, I don't know why he did the baseball thing so long. 
when he was making good money elsewhere. Well, maybe because a coach wouldn't take him. And then if COVID hadn't happened, he probably would have made the bigs. No, yeah, he batted one ninety eight. Justin, he, he, he would have made the roster. He was not good. No, they would. He would have only made the roster for publicity. Here's the thing. I think Tebow's a lot of publicity. I think part of this is Urban throwing Tebow a bone for buying him ten years of goodwill. Like, because Urban's a bona fide bad guy. He is. He's a bad guy. Bad man. He sweeps things under the rug, gets away with a ton of stuff because he wins. And because he won with a guy like Tebow, who could be the white knight. So, I think this is partially Urban throwing Tebow a bone. And also, I think part of it is he can take Tebow into camp. He doesn't even have to put him on the 53-man roster. Like, who? what really matters? Who really cares if he's at camp? Right? Yeah. Because, you know, they got 90 spots. They'll probably have four tight ends anyway. What does it matter if he's the fourth tight end? But, and what it does, it takes a little bit of the pressure off Trevor Lawrence and a little bit of the pressure off Urban Meyer in that, hey, we've got a lot of first year, like, there's going to be a lot of expectations. And at least for a couple weeks in the preseason, we can talk about Tebow instead of talking about Urban and Trevor Lawrence and criticizing every single throw. And then when everything goes south and we lose about 14 games, hey, we've got Tebow. So the people in Jacksonville are still happy because they've got Tebow back home. I still don't think they'd keep him on the 53-man roster. Is this – some part of me believes that this may just be a trial to be tight ends coach, see how well he can pick up the position, then eventually just get promoted in that direction. Possibly. Maybe that maybe that's a, a, a path you know, that they would think about going down. In as much as I would say that I don't like I get why a lot of the coachy types go into media because it's an easier gig, it's a well paying gig. You know, he's decent at it. He could do the SEC network forever because people love him. But Tebow does strike me as the kind of guy that would just genuinely love preaching at practices and stuff like that. Like if it feels like that suits him, you know? Yeah. I, He'll still be the one I think in the locker room. He's like room. done some preaching. You no, know, yeah, he's literally, Quite in, literally in town. Yeah, but I think I think the the locker room coach him up. Like I'm going to be Mister Optimistic. I think he would love to do that. So Justin, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily uh, a bad idea. If I, this were co- at the collegiate level, he'd be the GA. I go. agree with you that this probably actually is a good thing for Trevor Lawrence, just to be like. Okay, don't look at me as much. You know, Tebow, if I have a bad game, Tebow, say something about God. Go. Like, well, uh, until he throws a bunch of interceptions, you're like, should Tebow go back to quarterback? Well, that will be hilarious if that actually comes to fruition. Really want that to happen. I don't think it's a, I don't think it gives any sort of break or anything for Urban Meyer. And he's probably got so much good, built up so much goodwill in that area, I would think. I think we've got a Jacksonville listener probably listening on the stream, though, so they can't hear us. But I wonder. How he is still perceived or viewed in Florida, northern Florida, because obviously had a great run with Florida, but then did leave and went to Ohio State and did good things there as well. But if if the Tebow thing is just a bust, if he stinks, if it's a media circus, Jacksonville's terrible, people you start hearing people in the locker room unhappy because like, why do we even have this dude? And he's just he, he's a distraction, then people are gonna question what moves Urban makes in the future and probably rightfully so to be frank with you but i'm sure that tebow just told urban like hey this is this is a risk free for you i still have it here's my tape here's what i can run here's what i can do blah 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 but if i am feeling like i'm not at the highest level of competition that i need to be at i'll i'll take myself out and urban was like all right i trust you you're good to go let's give you a shot uh we'll see 
Yeah, but and like you know, he's a Jacksonville native. It's not too far from Gainesville. A lot of Florida fans up there. So yeah, from a just a let's get fans excited move, they'll do that. And I still can't see them keeping him actually around once the season starts. Back to the Tegra thing, though. Hey, real quick, though. Integrity. Over or under six and a half catches for Tim Tebow this year? Zero. Over. He's he's catching zero passes. He's going to play in the preseason. Hard over not, and a hard zero. They, he's not going to make a 53-man roster. He's 31 years they, old. I think he played, 32. 32, yeah. He hadn't played in the NFL in a decade. He was 11 years. <laughs> like, he's an old man trying to play a position he's never played before. He signed on a one-year contract. Doesn't mean. I mean, doesn't mean they still can't. I mean, everybody them, signs one year contracts. Just wait till they cut. throw them in the Wildcat. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Ohio State scared of Kentucky. Embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's true. And then Ohio State fans would be like, "You we're Ohio State. You're UK. We're not scared of you." That's fine. Understandably so. You probably shouldn't be. But that's what I'm confused about. Why would you not let a commit go visit another school? Basically well, threatening that his spot would no longer be good at Ohio State if he visits that school. There's also a, like, hmm. you tell me not, like, I can't do something. I'm going to want to do it more. Yeah. It's like the, you know, the worst relationships would be the ones that are, like, the most overprotective and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Kentucky lets their commits go to or wherever they want. Yeah. They're secure. They're not insecure, like uh, Ohio State. Now, I would think that if you're Tegra... Granted, they got a spot for another tackle. That they'd take another one, but Kentucky's already they got some good. They got a couple four stars there. But I tell him is that like, hey, I know. Listen, you committed to Ohio State. It's a great place to play. We know we want you there. I would be a little cautious of a place that's not letting you explore all the options for the biggest decision that you're going to be making of your life. But just know, if you ever have a change of heart, even if it's when you're at Ohio State, we'll always be here. And boom. I bet someday he'll play for Kentucky. Bet he'll commit to Ohio State. And then him transferring back. Yeah. I kind of feel like Indiana might have something to do with this because we've taken oh, classic oh, Hoosier. We, Always we got to act like you're in the thick of We it. have taken two guys from Ohio State the past two years. Oh. So they're like, oh, well, Indiana used to be crappy. Kentucky used to be crappy. So we don't want it, Kentucky to become Indiana and take our players. Okay. okay. I, I, I'm not Cra- all right with what he just said. Crazy yeah. spin. Not one, not one bit of it. <laughs> Let's break it down. What part? The the fact that Indiana has set this precedent. Uh, Kentucky <laughs> has been kind of poking at Ohio State players much longer. Back when Indiana was for in like diapers, eight years. <laughs> and you just just because you got transfers from them, they don't he, care about those transfers. No, not transfers. Right? We got commitments. Football to craze flip. is relatively new to Justin. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. hundred and ten percent. That's all right. And at the collegiate level, yeah, and for sure. You, you have a lot to be proud of with IU, and a lot to be excited about and with, with your IU. East Peacons. I'm glad that IU starting to recruit a little bit better. Same but, makes it more fun. But Kentucky's been there for a little bit, big dog. I don't deserve the title, big dog. No, you don't. Let's reserve that for Vince, little pup. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> Next on into the show, it's a good time for a break. Uh, we've got to talk a little more basketball. I've, I've got a couple football tidbits, including some Ooh. big news on the high school front around here. Whoa. Yeah. Scoop? Big news. Is this going to be a KRC exclusive? No, but I think it is big news. Though. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, okay, stream's still down, just what we like to see. Sometimes we it's just down. We can't do anything. I know. It doesn't make me any less bothered. It's tuning down as well? Yes. Yeah, you know what you should do in this break? Blow up Mr. Kelsey. 
Oh. He, he couldn't do anything. Uh, he could wake up. Inform us what to well, do. Well, we could ruin situation. his morning. That'd yeah, be fun. yeah. We, we should else. actually do that while we're in the air. Like, what? Come on. Uh, How have we not called him yet? Yeah, we maybe should call him. We'll call Trevor Kelsey on the air when we return here <laughs> yeah! on Kentucky Roll Call. Woo! He will not answer. He it won't be not. worth it. That's why we haven't done it. That dude slept through his job. <laughs> He's gonna sleep through a phone call. We'll hey, be back. Know, but hearing that dial tone, it gets you. Gets you, gets you pumped up. Because yeah. are you gonna hear? <laughs> oh, gosh, here's <laughs> the CPAP machine. What have we heard like a girl in the background? <laughs> I'm just yeah, come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. How much time? 30? 30 seconds. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, the 2021 Big X Sports Radio golf cart, hot off the press. Cherry Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, and Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round with cart included. Get your 2021 Big X Sports Radio golf cart today. Perfect gift for dad, perfect gift for the golfer in your life. Go, go perfect gift for yourself. Spoil yourself. Travel out. Play some new courses. Supply is limited. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com. Call 812-725-1457. All right, let's call the big guy. You were serious? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. In the meantime, big shout-out to Lindsey Wilson College. Champions. The Blue Raiders capped off an undefeated season last night, defeating Northwestern. 45 to 13. No, not Northwestern Chicago, Northwestern, not the Fighting Fitzgeralds. Uh, the other ones. Undefeated, 11 0. They won every game by at least 21 points. Well, really dominant season. Shout out to Chris Oliver, who built the program from the bottom up. They, they, they started football. Here we go. In 2010, and now they're champs. Thanks for the heads up, Jess. Odds on uh, answer. Uh, Be ready for the dump button. One percent. I, I would. I don't. I wouldn't think he would have his own message. No, so. but if he just answered, just like, F. yeah. What the blank? Yeah. <laughs> that would be horrible. No chance it wakes him up. Though. No, yeah, it's like one yeah. percent chance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout out to the Blue Raiders. There you have it. <sighs> would it be a fun show bit if? Like, just in the background, Justin just kept calling him till he answered. <laughs> like, you just faintly heard, like, the ringtone <laughs> while we just talked sports for the next uh, hour and a half. It's or like hour, when 10 minutes. They have uh, other shows who just play, like, uh, like you know, highlight music in the background. Yeah. Duh, duh. This is our highlight music would just be the ringtone. <laughs> I mean, it's already kind of a goofy show. <laughs> oh, the only issue is that thing could ring and ring and ring and ring. And I mean, I have called Trevor, like, 11 times before. Did he eventually answer? He did. Although I should use the Douglas. Well, what, what bit. was the uh, what was the emergency for the eleven time call? It's a great question. I don't recall. 
But, I mean, that's pretty standard with Trevor. It's it's usually anywhere from 5 to 10, 11 calls. Our friend regular Laura at 107.7 asked, would you eat cicadas if you saw them on your on the menu at your favorite restaurant? Cicadas are supposedly coming, like they're on their way out of their little yeah, we're gonna get a lot holes of, or wherever uh, the hell they live. We're going to get a lot of cicada stories. What do you it's mean? It's going to be very hot in the streets, like, Here's to cook your cicadas. Here's the worst part about cicadas. Oh, like it's yeah. just, it's gonna be. We're gonna see it a lot on the timeline. Just yeah, like, and then there'll be like fear, like why are your dog eating sixty two cicadas every minute? Yeah. Not good. Also, are there cicadas sign that the end of the world is here? My dog. We so we had a Vishla the last seventeen years ago. Uh, not as good as a boy, sweet little Abe. He loves cicadas. Couldn't get enough of them. I would guarantee you, Abe will also just go to town mm-hmm. on them. Supposedly they are good for like eating and for yeah, pets. Yeah, I've eaten bugs before. I'm thinking about like all the forest animals, like the squirrels and birds and whatnot. They how be how fat are they going to be? I don't think squirrels eat bugs. Oh, I promise the squirrels are going to be gorging. Squirrels on them. are herbivores, sir. They don't eat. They I eat, bet they would they eat, eat them. Nuts. Nuts. I, I, <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. It'd be terrifying if squirrels were meat hungry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they'd get us. Yeah, they'd kill us. <laughs> we we would stand no chance whatsoever. Uh, birds, yeah, birds will go to town on them. Yeah, yeah. The um, ones that can fit them. Skaters, people forget they're pretty they're big. huge, yeah. I remember 17 years ago, so little 13-year-old TJ. It's kind of mean to do. I don't think I'll probably do it because I don't like hurting animals, even if they are bugs. But you could take cicadas, get them by the back wings, and throw them on the ground, and they'd sound like like pop rocks. Hmm, makes sense. What? Like, you know, like the little pop fireworks things that you can throw? <laughs> Did they actually pop? Well, yeah, kind of. That is insane. Um, <laughs> gosh, but I just remember. I mean, there were so many of them. How long does it last? A couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't think it's very long. Maybe a month. Get ready, folks. Yeah, I um, I just know that I'm going to be... Uh, I'll probably be more annoyed by the actual talking about cicadas than the, uh, than the actual cicadas part. But, Justin, you ever had grasshoppers before? I'm sure you fed them to your iguana... Uh, Rexy back in the day, but you ever had dandelions? Dandelions. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Shrek, uh, strictly dandelions. Strictly, strictly dandelions. But I, I, I've had uh, grasshoppers in like chocolate, like a chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Yeah, They're fine. It's like it's like rice, uh, crunchy rice, like a crunch bar. I, to answer regular Laura's question, yes, I would eat them. I'd I would try, prefer, I'd try. I'd try it. I would prefer if they there was something else to them. Like if it's just a fried cicada. Like basically, if you batter anything in dough, I'll hell yeah, seriously, yeah, dip it ranch. Mm. Okay, no. gross. Yeah, right, let's take See, it easy. Come on. <laughs> Whose lottery day is it today? I think it's mine. I think it is Nick's. Mega Million still mega big. Three hundred fifty-nine. That means we didn't win. No, I didn't, sad, I didn't check my last ticket. Sadly, we didn't win the big one. Could there, have, could have about ten G sitting in my car. Hey. There'd be nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Uh, all right. Hey, what are the football tidbits? The the one football tidbit I had that I think is significant news. So the – Well, one was Lindsey Wilson, sure. Yes. But what was the other one? Uh, the bill to allow kids to run it back for another school year. People were wondering, hey, uh, are they, you know – is anybody going to actually do this? Is anybody going to take up SB 128 and run it back? And a high-profile player is running it back. The co-Mr. Football, along with Jagger Burton, Cam Hergott, announced that 
he since the Beachwood School Board approved SB 128, the quarterback for Beachwood is going to return for another season. What? Yeah. Well, Mr. Football is running it back for one more year. Fifth year senior. Oh. Now, TJ, can, can you I, I imagine not, how much this dude's going to get made fun of? Well, but also, it's probably actually a, a good idea in his eyes because he, this is his chance to actually. Like, I don't think he got recruited very much. Um, I need to look up his. But I think a lot of in his eyes, the chances for him to get a scholarship offer, most of it's at these summer camps. Sadly, like that's that's the reality. If you're playing single A football in the state of Kentucky. You've you've got to do something at those camps. He got all those taken away from him. And at six feet tall, he doesn't have just the raw tools that'll get a bunch of scholarship offers. He hasn't got any. So this is his chance. He's like, all right, well, Mr. Football, somebody better pay attention to me. Here's how I do it. So I can understand why I would want to do that. Totally makes sense. Trying to better his future. Mm-hmm. But just he's gonna be from a personal he's, he's relationship gonna, he's gonna standpoint. Be, he's gonna be goofed on by his buds. Yeah, like uh, this kid's still in high school. I hang out with a bunch of my friends from high school, and my wife and some of the like girls who were not high school friends. They think we talk about high school too much, and they've made like the jokes of like you all peaked in high school and stuff like that. It's yeah, yeah, it happens it, with everybody. It's just yeah, like right. good general ribbon. But I think, and I do feel kind of bad. I try to make a point of like when we are with people that didn't go to high school with us, they don't get what we're talking about. It's best to not talk about it. But you naturally are going to remember a lot of your first and a lot of your last. And when you're at the ages of like fifteen to really 21, but certainly like to 18. A lot of first, a lot of last. A lot of big memories and moments. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of natural to remember that time frame of your life more than, say, like 24 to 27, which was mostly me doing the same things. Yeah, get married in there maybe. Yeah. I think, yeah, you probably got married in there. Yeah, I mean, and and guess what? Did some bachelor parties. I I remember that. Right. Moved in, bought a house, but like not as significant year to year. Person going back to high school, high school for another year. Don't don't let the haters get to you. Even though I said that you're probably going to get poked fun at, you will most likely. I think all What's of us. What's he going to do in school? I think all of us looking back would go to high school for another year. No, no. Well, would I go back as a thirty year old? No, not now. But I mean, but if, if you, you had push the opportunity. a button and go back and just do another year, and then like. You could transform. This is a Wednesday topic. And you could transform back to your normal life. You'd do it. Yeah. Well, the knowing pro- what you know now. Yeah. Yeah. the The problem with it for me would be that I wouldn't want to. Like those are my friends. Like why would I want to leave my friends? And I, it was the same thing with my victory lap and a half. The first victory lap wasn't bad because a bunch of my friends still stuck around. You know, some were doing grad school, you know. But when you got to the last half semester and everybody's working, you're just like, all right, I need to go work and make money like everybody else is. I would think feel the same way if I have a senior year with all my buds and a lot of the guys who I've had friendships with already for 10-plus years, and they're going off to college, and I'm still stuck in this stupid classroom in high school again. That would be the part that would be tough for me. That would be a tough pill for me to swallow. Hmm. That's uh, totally, I think that's the whole point of it. Yeah. Somebody, like, whoever they said, what are you going to do for school? I guess you just take AP classes. Like, I don't take college classes. 
to fill up your time? I couldn't do it if I was in his shoes. Even if it's better for your career and you want to keep pursuing being a quarterback and play at the the the, the highest level that you can, I get why it makes sense. I personally just couldn't do it. No. For the reasons you said, and just like the notion of like the first day of school, when like do you park in the same spot you had the la- the, the year before? <laughs> do you get the same locker? Do you get different lockers every year to sales? Uh, yeah, I believe same so. yeah. at Saint X. Saint X was just cool if you were in a similar area because you know the. So he got a bunch routine. of preferred walk on offers at like Akron, Youngstown State. Not bad. He got an offer from Bryant. They're D two. Yeah, I would have, I would have taken my talents elsewhere. Especially they won state championship. You kind of want to end on a high. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do it. But hey, good for him though. They run it back and do it again. I mean, Beachwood's won plenty of titles, so wouldn't be shocking. Not one bit. Hey, hour one's done. I still think the stream is down big time. But hey, podcast listeners and live listeners on the AM or FM dial. You guys are basically getting a special show. That's right. But hopefully the streamers will go back and listen to the podcast, although most of the time people just have their ways of listening, we'll have, fixing their ways. We will have 4,000 texts tomorrow. Mm. Mm. Hey, let's call Trevor one more time on the way out. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Okay, Let me look up his number. If, if he answers, we'll stay on the air. If not, just fade on out, okay? Okay. Okay, we'll be back. Hour two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, Trevor Kelsey, maybe. Sounds like the song. The normal song that we play. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big Roll. X Sports Radio. Justin, tell everybody about Sauceritas. It's Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday. They've got two locations, Middletown, St. Matthews. They, of course, have those wildly addictive chips as well as well-marinated meats. Plenty of options. Burrito bowls. You've got burritos. You've got tacos. You've got nachos. Trace Amigos. Make sure you check it out. Go to your local Sauceritas today and make sure to get the TJ and Nick special, the Blue Powerade, on the fountain. There you have it. Two locations. Middletown, St. Matthews. I think they open at it's 1030 or 11. Uh, one you, of the you've two. waited. In the I have, I've waited in the parking, parking lot, lot for them before. to open before. It's very embarrassing. But that's how good it is. I'll probably head on over there today. And uh, I think a nice big fat burrito sounds good. You mm. go to the Middletown one or St. Matthews? St. Matthews. So is, they're both pretty close to you, huh? Middletown, a little further away from the office. Uh from the house, not too terribly further, but St. Matthews is still closer. I used to be able to walk to that Salsaritas when I lived in St. Matthews. Mm. Ah, the good old days. That's Although crazy. that's when I was a, that was when I was a Dickies guy. You would walk all the way to Hubbard's Lane. Oh, I'd walk to Seneca Golf Course. I'm a walker. That's Same. Those are that's through my, and through. Gee, oh my. Yeah. 
Hey, that was a good one. Give it up for Terry Walker. That was good. Dude, walking to Seneca, you wouldn't walk there with golf the, clubs, though. No, 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 no. Yeah. no. But still, like, that's, that's... That looked a, like a huge dweeb <laughs> going through the park with just my... People be like, hey, buddy, you're about three miles from the course. You must have hit a real bad one. <laughs> no, I wouldn't walk with my yeah, clubs. Those are pretty... There's a I, time I, I, I where... I could see going... Yeah, yeah. I can see it. There's a time where I lived by Brownsboro, but still technically St. Matthew Brownsboro Road, but mm-hmm. still technically St. If you don't, if you're not from Louisville, just ignore the next thirty seconds. My brother lived about a block from the park, and then my sister lived about two blocks from Taylorsville. And there were several times that we'd all just meet at the park and then just mm-hmm. kind of walk random places because it was about. Except for my brother, it was pretty much middle ground for all of us. But and then Johnny decided he didn't want the KRC crew crashing his pool anymore. Well, no, he moved. He moved from that house to the pool house, and then now he's out in Oldham County. So he's just been moving further away. So from he the just city. hates the city of Louisville. I think so. Yeah, yeah that's, wow. that's what it is. Anti-Louisville Sister moved hate. out near Norton Commons, and then I moved out to Linden, and then my poor mom. She lived right off Brownsboro Road too, closer to like, uh, you know. What is that? Not Clifton, but yeah, for just conversation's yeah. sake. Why not? Yeah, so everybody's moving away from old mom. Oh. oh, no. I don't have the itch to move out to like an Oldham County, but I entertain the idea more now than I used to. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like yeah. I used to be like, no, I'm. I would never do that. Then you think n- like, oh, kids. Do you know School I'm would be cheap. Sixth generation Louisvillian. Oh, that's pretty cool. Goes back to like uh, eighteen, like forty or something. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't, a lot I mean, of my family grew up in the South End. No joke. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're smart people. Back and now, then, you're going to was... you're going to turn your back on the South End. <laughs> but you would move to Southern Indiana versus South End if if they continue to progress more as a state and give back to their state more. T.J. Walker, yes. progressive. <laughs> A progressive you can trust. <laughs> Launching my campaign, free salsaritas for everybody, <laughs> every Taco Tuesday. And there's still some people that haven't received their salsaritas gifts. So they're like, don't, he's just another politician. <laughs> <laughs> Can't follow through on his promises. By the way, the one person actually kind of lived by me, and I'd lost your address and I lost two yours. So one person is owed salsaritas by me. You know, we'll make it two today. Let's give away a taco to uh, a taco entree to the best text into the show. 502-414-1450. We mean can, it this time. Nobody can listen, though. Okay. Good. On the radio. Yeah. All, all the mean. local people, all the true hey, KRC OGs. Oh, yeah. We're actually hitting our target audience. Good point, Justin. <laughs> Let's get to the text line. 502-414-1450. I don't even think I have it pulled up. Texture says, can't believe some of the names before Jackson that mock draft. You're telling me he's going 11 picks after Franz freaking Wagner? Yeah. I added the freaking, but come on, Franz Wagner? Come on. He should be closer to 8 than 21, in my opinion. Completely unbiased. I just opinion. don't know how you could watch those two guys work out. And you could see Wagner hit, like, 30 shots in a row, and you could be like, man, that's amazing. But I don't know how you could see those two work out and be like, eh, that's the guy I like more. I think he's got a higher ceiling. Jackson's a freak. He's just scratching the surface. The fact that there's even like this inkling of him coming back is borderline ridiculous because the dude should be getting paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to be playing this sport. That's how good he is at it. I agree with you, but you know what, Jackson? If for whatever reason you just want another college year – Kentucky would love to have you, and he would be the best defensive player Kentucky's had since Nerland's Noel. Yep, without a doubt. Yeah, <sighs> that'd be fun. 
I appreciate that when they're doing all this NBA draft workup. Obviously, they're not really getting the meat potatoes yet because it's a long way away. But I'm starting to see the initial work for your your draft analyst folks, and shades of Nerlens Noel is thrown in every single time. And it's and I I'm just glad it's not us Kentucky fans comparing him to the other Kentucky guy. Like that's that's how athletic and gifted he is defensively, and I think he's got a lot more upside offensively, especially in his face-up game. Yeah, nice old jab step that he really developed towards the end of the year. And you know that shot's going to get a lot better, and Biggs can't hang with that jab step. So you either respect the jab and you play off a little bit, then you got a six foot eleven dude hitting shots that he can hit, and he's only going to get better at those. He was hitting those at a decent clip. This past year, I uh, had a few kind of just like off, you know, wasn't wasn't fully set and had some ugly shots here and there. But for the most part, did a pretty good job knocking them down. You give him another year uh, against college players, he would just dominate them. And then if they overplayed him, he's quick enough where you actually have to respect that jab step. Boom, he's gone and he's dunking on you because he's a freak. Did you see the one-handed dude's dunk? Did you see mm-hmm. that highlight that was no. making the rounds? Guy, I think he – and he's – Oh, I want to say the Dominican Republic, but I could have the country wrong. So apologies if I do. Got in an accident when he was six, lost one arm. So he's got one arm, basketball player, crammed on this seven-footer in like an AAU tournament (laughs) over the weekend. (laughs) That's awesome. It it really is. I can't believe i got to find the video now. So you read the next text while I uh, find this. Yeah, I, I need to see that. I need that in my life. We need that on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page, which if you haven't checked out yet, it, I feel like it's a, it's in a good place, pretty active, especially on the weekends. But not so, gonna like blow you up with comments. Yeah, and we don't have yeah. a bunch of dweebs on there. Yeah, you know, three or four posts a weekend. You know, a couple sprinkled throughout the week. It's a nice spot, so go check it out. Look us up, Kentucky Roll Call on Facebook. Texter says UFC is way too brutal for me. Cancel me if you must. Uh, that's a big old sucker to you, Justin. That's fair enough. No, no cancel culture here on KRC though. Right. We're, we're not Bob Baffert. Yeah, yeah. We're not Churchill Downs coming after Bob Baffert. No, did you see Bob Baffert said that yesterday? Yeah, we mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, I thought you did. I think okay. that was when you were unplugging the internet and ruining the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Texture says, interested to see what Duke does at point. Could be wrong, but I think that's a pretty big hole for them. They're probably in the same boat as us in waiting late to take somebody. So, I... Thought that was a stab at your son, man. Nolan, like no, I think Nolan Hickman. I don't know if he personally listed Duke or it was just like, hey, here's the other schools that really liked him the first go around that could reach out to him this go around, and one of them was was Duke and Nolan Hickman <sighs> were aligned with one another. That'd kill me. Yeah, I can't have that happening because. Especially with the homesickness thing. Like, Gonzaga, it's harmless. He's close to home. You don't see them until the end of the year. Can't can't have that with Duke. Just losing he, any player he, he, to he, Duke. he won't. I'm not, I'm not really all that worried about it. Uh, Duke, don't they have Jeremy Roach? Did he leave? Great question. I think Jeremy Roach is still there. Is A.J. Griffin, he's like a wing, right? Yeah, he's a wing, and then Paulo's going to be a four for them that will play out. Mark Williams, who started to really come along late last year, he will be their five, and he'll be a good one for them. Uh, yeah, just they saw Jeremy you... Roach. Okay. Yeah. So Roach is going to be their point guard. I could see why they would want maybe somebody a little bit better than Roach. That's a good team, though. Man. It's just it's those some of those young guys are going to really have to be – I need him to be frustrating, like, just good enough to be bad. Who's that? 
Jeremy Roach. So you Was say, that? oh, look at that cockroach. No, that's bad. Gosh, that's so bad. Yeah, that's fun to say, though. A cockroach. You're coming for Rick Bozich's journalism award. A cockroach. Okay, that's can't have people are going to tune it off if you do it again. Oh, well. Another texter says, Wade as the Elon Musk of college basketball is killing me. <laughs> Such a weird comment. But Musk kind of seems like a weird dude. Wade seems like a weird dude. It's true. I don't know if. Did you watch Musk Elon Musk a, on Saturday Night Live? No, I did not. Did you? Did you, uh, Justin? I didn't. I heard he bombed. Uh, well, th- th- I think that's just who he like how he is. Uh, he called Dogecoin a hustle. Yeah, it was funny. It was a funny joke. Then it plummeted. Yeah, it was a funny <laughs> joke. Like because they that was the part of Weekend Update. He played somebody who was going to explain cryptocurrency, and they were like, "Oh, so you know what is it really?" Just. So it's a hustle. Like they eventually get to the same thing, and he kind of made that joke. There, it was decent. I, I, the monologue was uh, like you can tell his. I mean, he was he was going to be awkward anyway, and he said he had Asperger's. He doesn't inflect his voice very well, so that's harder to deliver a punchline. But there was still some nice. Like it was a nice OJ joke in there. So you know, it gets the people. Oh, Always good, can go to an OJ joke. Yeah, good low hanging fruit to really go there. Um, the one I want to go back and watch. It was one of those things where we had it on as my nephew and in laws were leaving town, and it was just kind of in the background. They had one where they had Luigi in a courtroom against uh, uh, Wario, and I need th- that. Come on, that's at one point she bangs the gavel and it's like a little block, and it goes da ding, da ding, da ding. <laughs> that that's that's good old fashioned fun. I like hearing you describe it more than I probably would enjoy the actual video. But probably. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Uh, pre- pretty good. Hey, so I tweeted this out yesterday. People had different takes on it. But Marcus Carr on Instagram announced that he's going to the 2021 NBA draft. Some people took that as not a big deal. He can come back. But he had, uh, he had already announced that he's going to do the portal, maybe look at the draft. I took yesterday's announcement, and I could be wrong too, as like a definitive. Uh, just so, hey, colleges thinking about me coming. I ain't. I'm. I'm gonna stay in the draft. That's what I took it as. Now, if you took it differently, or you don't think that's what he meant, then that's fine too. Uh, I guess we'll see. But I, I think that probably takes one option off the table for Kentucky, in my opinion, Roush. Yeah, I mean, of course, the option's still out there, but. In my mind, when a guy says that he's going to the draft, like, like attending it, because that that's essentially what you're saying, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I would, in his his mind, he may not have officially made it up publicly, but like it sounds like he's convinced that he's going to the NBA. So I'm going. I'm mentally preparing myself to rule out Marcus Carr. Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't say like specifically. The words weren't in there saying, "Hey, I am not going to be going to play college again." But it was pretty definitive. I'm going to the NBA draft. It's always my, been my dream to be an NBA player. Could something change in the twelfth hour? I suppose sure. so. But I, I, for all intents and purposes, Roush, I'm I'm moving Carr off my list. Yeah. And and that's all right. Uh, some people didn't like the fit with Carr to begin with. I do think maybe there was a better fit, but the guy was just what I wanted in terms of being able to get to the rim and score. Just somebody that late in games, I think you could trust to get some get some points. I still think the most perfect fit, in my opinion, would be Scottie Pippen Jr. Probably ain't gonna happen. Hasn't mm-hmm. even officially entered the portal, although I think Chris Fisher kind of alluded that it could potentially happen. 
But a lot of people have been telling me that they just have like a gut feeling about Hardy on Saturday. Huh. And there does seem to be that kind of thickness in the air, if you will. Mm, the good kind of stink. Yeah. <laughs> but I, w- I-, I wouldn't want folks getting their, their hopes up. I will say, though, he's worth it. Like, he, he is the type of player that is just such a difference maker that it's could could turn a non-tournament team to a team that could make a deep tournament run. Could turn a Sweet 16 to a late A team to a national champion. That's how good he is. He is really, really talented. So I get it. I get why mm-hmm. people are excited about it. There seems to be something kind of weird in the air, but I, I think what's going to happen is Kentucky will get Ty Ty Washington on Saturday not get Jane Hardy, but mm-hmm. we'll still feel fine with it because we'll be excited about Tata Washington. That's that's my guess of how it happens this weekend. But something seems like it's up in the air. I do. Uh, I I did see that Sky Clark said he doesn't plan on decommitting. He's been in contact with uh, Chin Coleman and Orlando Antigua, and I I was perfectly prepared to to watch that happen almost immediately afterwards. But it's good to hear that he's receptive, and then also those guys were quick to reach out and like. Cultivate that relationship. Something funny. Justin? Yeah, what's so funny over there, buddy? Yeah. No, miss misbreathe. A misbreathe. A misbreathe. A misbreathe. I hate <laughs> when I'm misbreathe. <laughs> <laughs> That's about accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like. Hey, um, so what if Ty Ty does not commit and you all get hardy? Are you all still okay with that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So if it's one or the other, Hard- it would be hardy for sure. Hardy is Honestly, he, he is in the same mold as the impact he should have on college basketball, but he's not going to play college basketball, as a John Wall, Anthony Davis. The, the, be, the, the best, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the best of the best yeah, to he's... ever play college basketball in terms of like a freshman talent level. That's how good he is. He, he sometimes, he, he'll make Malik Monk's highlight tapes kind of look pedestrian, which is hard to do because Malik Monk has some of the sickest. High school highlight tapes, man, that's 17 team. Just from like a tape standpoint, Fox, Monk, Bam, Ugh. those YouTube videos when they were high school, so dominant. Uh, Medina Spirit jogging around the track this morning at Pimlico. Junkie. <laughs> oh, oh, also, there was some self-righteous SOB, former journalist. I can't believe LEX18 would air the president's comments on the horse. I'm like, dude. President insult former president insults horse is headline news for eternity. Eternity, no matter which former president it is, even if it was uh, Lincoln or and it was just for a puff piece. I mean, I, granted, he, I guess he wasn't a former president, but Teddy Roosevelt, just like ah, this horse is a bump on the law. Like that is that, no matter what, that is headline news. You idiot. Just stop giving him attention he wants. I don't give a former president making fun of a horse. That's 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 headline worthy, damn it. Yeah. You're pumped up about it. No, I, I, I agree with you. People just getting all their life. Especially when it says outlandish is calling yeah, a horse. It's a ridiculous. Junkie. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh Texter says news fellas. News is news, no matter if you like the person or not. Fellas, the secret to getting first dibs on interviewing coaches is using 75% of your airtime to promote your other businesses and read listeners' texts that stroke your ego. You have the blueprint. Ooh. uh, That reminds me about my Patreon endeavor. (laughs) TJ, did you get this email yesterday? No, probably not. Was it something with, like, the journalism school? uh, 
this email says that CJ Frederick is currently unavailable as he finishes up his final finals at Iowa. As a University of Kentucky signee, he is a UK student athlete, falls under their media policies. We ask that you please follow those or risk future lost opportunities. That's so BS. I, I, I like UK. Our relationship with UK is better than it has been. I really do. That's such BS. <laughs> He's a kid. He can talk to whoever he wants. He's when, not on your campus. They, He's not under your they, umbrella. They talk to kids, uh, uh, I don't know, what, what, at the, the Iverson thing. They were UK signees. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, now, granted, I've gone through for some other, like, uh, when I talked to the kid who transferred in from Michigan State. I went through UK because he had signed already, but like they just set up the interview for me. When the NIL thing becomes official, you think we'll still have to go through the schools for the cha- as the channels? Oh yeah, that's always going to be a yeah. Thing. They, you know, if they're smart, they may start hiring people to be like brand concierge or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you'd call it, but brand ambassador or student because I'm with student relations to consigliere. I mean, I'm just, I'm just with you, TJ. I think that kid should be able to make their own decision. I mean, no, I hate, I hate it, that we have to go through schools. Yeah, it's just they want to be able to have as much power as they as they can, so they they, well, they say that. And stuff. they've got to put it on BBN tonight first. And that's another thing. Yeah, like we haven't talked the, about the, it here at all, but because I love you can't everybody that's a part of BBN tonight in Kentuckyana, but except the bosses. <laughs> bosses are big fans of ours, uh, and the, also the way they run it is, it's like, hey. Everybody will watch if we're the first one with everything. But well, it's like you want the access, we've got the access. Nobody else has and it. And literally nobody else is going to have it. The issue is, and this is what BBN Tonight and UK just, they've tried, they've they've packaged this present several different times. I mean, CoachCal.com is theoretically under JMI, the same yeah. umbrella, you know, right. of like, hey, don't worry about these other outlets because we will give you everything you want right here. BS because it is propaganda. Right. It's nothing but just positive. And people, that's not people the can reality. see through it. Yeah, it's just not the reality of UK athletics. So people go and they listen to our show and they read KSR and they read Cats Illustrated and they read Cats Paws because they feel like they're getting, obviously, a, a Homer take. Right. But it's not more, from the horse's mouth. More truth than just yeah. anything that could potentially be swept under the rug. It's like, uh, you know, it's like coaches' shows, too. They're fun, and, like, you can get some pieces of news from them, but at the end of the day, you're not. You know, Leach is throwing soft tosses. The coaches aren't asking or being asked the hard questions. It's still just the most hilarious thing. Bobby Petrino got fired with the the grass. I think that was done purposefully, too, because he hated so much doing that show. But, uh, yeah, and and, and you're right. I do, like, Maggie, Keith, and, like, they're – Great, and they they really are talented, but and they like, deserve to have that platform. Only but like, on in Lexington, and you're giving them all. Like, I guess you can look up some of the clips on YouTube or something. But kind of weird where you have if, this this prop this mouthpiece, but you can't even put it out. If they really for the entire state to watch, wanted to like have a have a grip on media, it's really simple. Like, just put your ask tough questions. Like, you don't have to do it night in and night out, but, like, if Kentucky loses a bad game, you need to be like, what the hell happened here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, I, people would love it if you did that, but that's the thing. You know you're just not going to get that. I do also think it's an experiment in how much do people actually want to hear from the university. Like, 
because well, they probably that's that's the that's the thirty one minutes thing. a day year round is all that's a lot of content. That twenty two twenty two minutes with ad breaks. That's a lot of time to fill. And if you notice, they've interviewed a ton of football players for that thing. But like, how many football player interviews can you do? Are they going to have the arrest exclusive on BBN tonight? The who's exclusive? The boat night arrest exclusive. <laughs> That won't no. even be you won't even hear about that. No, no. And and I understand it. You're UK. Like but I, I hate how that game kind of works. And I, what can we do about it? Nothing. Nothing. Yep. Not a thing. But our relationships are better with them. Just and uh we'll have some folks on try next to week. interview CJ Frederick, damn it. <laughs> That's hilarious. They sent that out. Yeah. Had to had to get that thread in there too. Or else. <laughs> <laughs> you just say, hey, don't do this. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> It's, and it's nothing new, by the way. This goes on a lot of places. It's been going on for a long time. Agreed that the last few fights on the card at Rough and Rowdy were good, but a lot of the fights on that last card were abysmal. So I didn't watch the last one, so I, I can't speak. I did. I did. Uh, Was it abysmal? No, no. It's just like the under, like the headline person is never going to be the best. Because um, there, there was like three knockouts in a row at one point. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you get you get a good couple run at knockouts. It's it's nice. Uh, they also just need to get people back in there. Much more fun when you get a crowd full of people yeah. to play to because those people are insane. Well, they had people at the, uh, not a ton of people. Yeah, yeah. It's only like you know, yeah. Basically, the hangers on. There was some dude there who wrote was like the his nimbo. No, no, he the wolf pack was not there, but there's some guy who wrote his name on his chest, and he was just hung around after he won his fight with his shirt off just so everybody could see him for the whole night. It's great. Yeah, it's good, clean, funny. fun. The texture uh, goes on to say, you had folks throwing haymakers and not landing, and others shelling up and turning their backs away. If you get in the ring, throw some hands, damn it. For the price and the amount of it, it's good entertainment. I just thought it was a complete poop show. Rough and Rowdy 14 was the first one I bought, so maybe I'll give it another shot next time. If the Jose one was the first one you bought, you did get a nice treat because there was a lot of cool knockouts in that one. I think um, you just, uh, as long as your expectations only, are in check, and I think you yeah. were I think you were spot on about for the price. Yeah, it's 20 know? bucks. It's not like you're paying 60 or whatever for those other ones, which is why I just never get them. Which uh, would probably 60. make an exception for Fury. Pacquiao or Mayweather was like 120, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Fury, I'm I'm really excited for the Fury uh, Anthony Joshua. Free if you found the right spot. Yeah, Hello. those are the the only thing about those. Like, I'm fine if it's just me at home and like my wife's asleep on the couch. But if I'm having people over or something, you can't trust those streams. Sure, you can. If you're having people over, you 100 percent just need to get the real deal, Holyfield. Yeah. Have you, everybody pitch. You don't want to be the show that has the stream down, so half of your people can't listen the entire time. <laughs> Hey, yo. All right, let's go to a break. Should we call Trevor? <laughs> we didn't. We missed can, him at the can, top of the. Can hour. we do it? The can we do it right this time? I think we can, and I think you can get the Big X Sports Radio golf cart. You can, yeah. yes. Uh, tons of great courses on there. Chariot Run, one of my favorites. Old Capital is a new one that's into the fold. You've got Jeff Elks, which is one of Justin's favorite courses around here. It all comes out to uh, under about twenty-five bucks. So get the Big X Sports Radio golf cart today, BigXSportsRadio.com. Suck it, Trevor. We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. No, the guy with the rubber glove was surprisingly gentle. 
Dave Matthews. They're going to be at uh, Railbird. Oh, yeah. You going? Uh, tickets already sold out. Are they even so. got on sale? Yeah, they're on sale. I think I'm, I I'm going to do it. it. It's the weekend before Labor Day. Was it like the 15th? August 31st. August 30th, 31st. No. Like that. Well, that's when Railbird is? Or 28th and 29th, something like that. It's the weekend before Labor it's Day. It's like we have these devices that would just tell us instantly. Yeah, but um, Dave Matthews is a Sunday headliner. I think I'm just going to do Saturday. I can get a day away. I don't know if I can do two and then work on Monday. Me rough to be at a concert Sunday night till 11. 28th and 29th. Yeah, and then come in and do radio the following morning. Yeah. Which will be the first week before football season. Oh, that's going to be a magical, magical time. Okay. Uh, I don't have tickets to go, but... I think I might go a day, though. I'm a big Leon Bridges fan. So. <sighs> I'm really interested to see how my fall is going to go. Right. But that, that this could be a good opportunity. Like, all right, Hannah, I got to get in some... While the getting's good, you know? You're right about that, and you'd say... Yeah, that would seem to make sense, but then it's like the next Saturday I will be in Lexington for a football game. Saturday after that, I'll be in Lexington for a football game. Then I'm going to one of those George or Florida LSU games. Just depends on I guess when the baby comes. So I I feel like I'm gonna be biting my my weekends. It's true. E- e- and and you're all right. The philosophy of like, hey, you know, this is a concert's also a very like it's tough. Because in theory, like technically, you could take the baby if baby can sleep through the noise later on at night. You just sit towards the back. Because I have some friends who are thinking about taking theirs. Okay, like, hey, you know, it'll be grassy outside. Yeah, just sounds like I just would not want to deal with the baby. Well, oh no, yeah, it'd be yeah. horrible. Yeah, uh, that, that Duke would, would just that would be, be trying to walk into all of the hippies, you know, <laughs> hula walk, hoop he, circles. He'd try to walk up on the stage. Again. I have a feeling there won't be. I, I hear Railbird isn't as hippie-ish as like Forecastle is, though. Well, they've only had one, right? Two. It well, two. It got canceled. I thought they had a. I thought they had a second though. Mm. Either way, that the crowd that time was not as hippie or as teenagery as Forecastle. Forecastle big for the the teens to dress up and play hippie. Yeah, and uh, hey, vaccines will be available to kids twelve to sixteen. Oh, nice! I think like soon or now or soon. You go, Glenn Coco. One, one or the others. A texter says, how nervous were you all when you had to meet the wife's father for the first time? Did he ever give you that you better treat my daughter with respect or you're screwed type vibe, or was he super genuine and nice? He only gave me that like ultimatum whenever I did the asking for the blessing for the engagement. We had a good relationship. What was the then. ultimatum? No, it was just the ultimatum. like, if you if you do anything to hurt her, I'll kill you. You know, oh like gosh, kind of tongue in cheek, really but happened? like, you know. No, my wife's father has just always been nice and yeah. polite. I was pretty nervous because I like had to go to Ohio, and it's like, oh man, this is, uh, you know, you're 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 off your home turf. You know, it's not like you're just meeting them at dinner and then going home afterwards. Yeah, imagine getting bit by a dog seconds before doing it. What happened to you? Yeah, their dog bit me. I was like, well, this isn't a sign. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is. But, but, but seriously, they, um, you might want to... I had a hole in my stomach. Yeah. It was very... Uh, <laughs> in your stomach, he bit you? Yeah. I walked in. I guess the dog doesn't... This dog. You can't Worst wear hats. Dog. You can't look at it in the eyes. Like, get you don't, like... What an awful dog. It's like, yeah, no. You can't touch it, obviously. Um, 
Why don't you even Don't keep even it? start it. So I walked in. I was wearing a hat. I didn't know it. So it like ran across the room, jumped on the couch. I was up near the couch. And it so just, it's you, just like. Oh, is it a yappy dog too? Well, no, it's like a pit bull. It's a pit bull oh. and it can't stand people wearing hats? That's not good. No, it's not. It's not ideal. It's it's was not a, a it, it was a rescue. I think it had a pretty like traumatic upbringing. Gotcha. And it's come a long way, it, it, but it hates me. <laughs> so yeah, moments before asking. Like I, I walked in and. Before I could even like get to why I was there, because they were like, "Why are you just randomly here?" I don't even know if I told them I was coming. I think I just like showed up, or maybe I think I texted them. I was like, "Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. I got something to drop off, or something like that." Oh, when this is when you're doing your engagement, asking questions. Yeah, uh, I thought this was when you first met them. No, no, because no. first met them, uh, it was like a Thanksgiving and everything was fine. Felt like that was a fine Ooh. time to do it. No, you know how you, you dated you dated Kim's right? Yes. Well. I dated Madison's, and I had an aunt. Like I showed up to Thanksgiving with a new Madison. Aunt goes, "Oh, is Madison coming?" I said, "Yeah, right here." <laughs> Different girl. Ooh. Classic gag. That is classic. One went by Kim, and one went by Kimberly for me. So, yeah. but the if Kimberly you ever was first, her Kim. Kim was second. But Kim would get called Kimberly a lot, and she she always would think like they don't know who I am. And I'd be like, no, they just automatically assume the name. They just yeah. go with the long version of it. Like, but no, they really oh, do. Totally. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally. No doubt about it. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah, that's fine. I always forget that you you were on the Madison train. <laughs> Texter says, uh, I love the big dog. Yep. And he liked the tag. I didn't tweet. realize that Coach Merrill liked the tag. Yeah, why did he that's like great. that? You know, probably just say like, "Hey, you know, I, you, I you wanted you. to be, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know you wanted to come check us out. You can't because uh, Ohio State put the the clamps down. I would not want to be at a place that tells me I can't go visit schools. I'm a 17, 18 year old kid. I've lived now uh, about a year and a half in a pandemic. I haven't been able to visit any. I haven't schools. been able to visit any schools. I don't. I don't. I'm wanting to make the best decision for me. At a minimum, I want to reaffirm that I made the best decision to go to Ohio State. That that happens sometimes. People will go visit and they'll say, I know I don't want to be here and seeing this place compared to where I am committed, I know I've made the right choice. So have some guts, Ohio State. Stop being like North Korea and uh, let Tegra go check out old Lex Vegas. Just Te- kidding. Lexington. Yeah. A texture says, I hope Floyd beats the brakes off the Paul brother. Man, I really love the I got your hat, though. I just immediately that went was to so lame. Austin Powers. Well, you got so I, you know, I don't know. I, I think it I was kind of like a a, a a stunt. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's a great. Stunt, I don't know though. if he's out of breath, if he's crying, or what he does. But like he's going into like they're finally getting him away from everybody, and it sounds like there's a funny clip, but it sounds like he's crying, and he's like, I, I got your hat. <laughs> like he's like he he kept saying it, you know, like yeah. nonstop. But at this point, he's either super fatigued or crying. Uh, Stupid. It's not even. It wasn't even the Paul brother that he's fighting. It yeah, was his, his brother. Was, yeah, that was so stupid. Oh, I love it. It's 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 basically the the old fight promoter's dream. Now mm-hmm. what? Like imagine, and now I can't even think of his name. Uh, Don King. Imagine Don King being able to promote fights with all the tools. Now, granted, he figured out the tools he had pretty well uh, using Ali to really pump up everything. Like they they were good at fight promoting back in the day. And setting stuff up. Now we just see through it a little bit more, and the actors that are doing it just aren't as good at their. Like, that's all they are as promoters. They're, you know, half ass fighters. As long as people are getting paid, 
Yep. Everybody's happy. I don't know who like who is the person though that actually like which people are buying Paul fights. Is it people? A is lot it of like people. Kids? Like what who is the who probably, is the Jake Paul demographic? Probably high schoolers and college kids, and then probably it leaks into a little after college too. Would be my guess. That's but I have no idea. Yeah. It just it's so weird though that like uh having my kid nephew over who's five, it was like, Hey, we're he saw something on TV on the smartcast. Hey, let's watch this. And it was like a, somebody playing Mario video game. I'll let him watch one, but like that's we used to they used to pop in VHSs for us as kids and we'd watch a Disney movie. Yeah, those much don't, cooler than those don't exist anymore. Somebody else play video games, in my opinion. I agree with that. But hey, to each their own. Uh TJ, did you know what actually happened in the car wreck Terrence Jones and Stacey Poole had at UK? It always seemed hush-hush. Not much really ever came of it. No, that was a UK like master job of keeping things quiet. I remember what people said. I don't know for what it's worth, but I remember what students who were around were saying happened. I think that Terrence Jones and Stacey Poole got like rear-ended or got into an accident. One, It wasn't their fault. It was somebody else's but fault. But Terrence just dipped. He and was worried. supposedly... The people kind of blamed them for the accident when it was clearly their fault. And the way it was told was like Terrence Jones was about to like beat up this dude. I, I guess they had exchanged words and whatnot. And he was kind of like making a scene, like, you know, really frustrated. And Stacy, I thought Deron Lamb was there, but maybe Deron Lamb wasn't there. But but people were like, just get out of here. Like, just yeah. get away. Like, this, is, this isn't going to be good. I mean, he did punch he, a homeless dude it, later on. Well, in he, life. Ki- he kicked a homeless dude. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Which was Didn't deserve dumb. that. No, definitely did not. It was, and hopefully he has grown up since but, then. I'm sure that he has. But, but the real TJ wanting to fight somebody after getting hit. Like, I can get that. I can yeah, see it. People that, get that very angry. That's what people said. And I know a lot of people were like, well, he walked because he, he walked away because he had been drinking or partying. I did not actually hear that that was the case. Maybe they had been smoking. That would maybe be feasible, potentially. But whatever it was, he needed to get away to cool down is what they said. But I don't I mean, I don't know if that's true or not. Nick, is Coach Davis leaving to sales and going to Butler? Oh, man. Oh, the sales, drama? The sales rumor mill is just. Who's Coach Davis? Uh, Basketball coach? No, football coach. The only state championship winning football coach in school history. He's won two. Played you, in the why game. Why would he go to the Butler? Uh, classic coach administration clashing over stuff. Uh, Butler job opened up. So uh, that's the that's the rumor. That's the rumor. Uh, what, out there. what do you have to say about that? You carry some weight. What I hope it doesn't says, happen. You hope it same doesn't th- happen. Same thing with the basketball coach. There's rumors that he could be leaving too. Region coach of the year. Going to Butler? No, just leaving. Because uh, administration. Stuff, which is just silly. What do you? What? Why is DeSales a better job than Butler for football? Facilities. Give me your pitch. Support alumni. Like tons of reasons. Wow, take it, Butler. You don't have the yeah. facilities, the support, or the alumni. Yeah. Shots fired. Assuming we had Tata and keep Brooks, the roster looks pretty complete skill set wise. But one thing we'd be missing is a perimeter defender. Jose Alvarado was ACC Defense Player of the Year, averaged two and a half or two point eight steals per game. Also shot 50-39-83 for fifteen points a game, fifty uh, percent from the field, thirty nine from three, eighty three from free throw is what that is referencing. Yeah, no, I, that's that's why I like Alvarado from the defensive aspect. 
I just wish he'd be fine. I'd be all right. I would not complain about Alvarado if that happens. And from the defensive standpoint, you're right. Cal's teams have the best. Alvarado, though, missed a few games here and there at Georgia Tech with injuries. I think he's a little injury prone. I don't know if any of them were major, major, but that's something also to keep an eye on with Alvarado. 2.8 steals a game is incredible. It really is pretty insane. So I, I'd, I'd, I'd like to – Alvarado, I think he'd be my second choice behind Pippen. I, well, Hardy's first choice, but more realistic. And then there's been a little bit more buzz with Wheeler in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Still don't think it ends up happening. But the people who, who are out on the Wheeler train strongly just don't see eye to eye with your basketball IQ. Wheeler would be, Wheeler would be a great fit, too. They just lost on the Elon Musk and Will Wade thing. Probably so. I think it's just because he went to uh, Georgia. Like, no, it's I, I purely he, it's think it's shot, No, it's because he shot 23% from three. People yeah. see that number and they're just like, nope, you can't have it. You but I'm pretty have, sure he shot like 30% the year before, which is not good, but still that's... You can have a point guard that isn't great at shooting threes. John Wall, Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Briscoe should... Like, if he wasn't playing with Ewis and Fox, two of the best to ever do it, he would have been a bad three-point shooting point guard. He averaged over seven and a half assists per game on Georgia. And they look at the turnovers too, but the turnovers are completely misguided as well. And yes, this has to go with the assists a little bit too, but Crean's style offense is stupid. <laughs> I mean, it, it costs it, it costs them more games than it helps them win. It's a little out of st- it's a little like frantic, and uh, you're just going to turn the ball over here and there. Now you are going to get a few more assists doing it as well. But I, I like just, that they call it frenetic too. Is that what they the word they use? Yeah, instead of frantic, which I feel frantic? like I feel like they're the same. I had no idea. But just like a few little like we're gonna add ease and take out the A. What? Okay. But Alvarado would be fine by me. Uh Pippen would be my first choice. Alvarado second. What's up with uh Tegra kid from Ohio State? Not letting him take visits. Yeah, we've talked about that in pretty yeah. good detail. Yeah, go back to the podcast, check it out if you missed it at this point. Uh Tegrity Farms. I would, if he if if he didn't have a Kentucky, I would love to say Tegrity Farms just all the time. Uh, did you guys see the Carl Towns video with his dad before his game on Mother's Day? Super emotional, but very relatable. Me and the fam lost our mom to COVID last August, so Mother's Day was a bit emotional and abnormal this year. Just another reminder to love your parents and family unconditionally because you never know when it will be the last time you celebrate their big day. We miss her so much. That's got to be tough. I did not see the Carl Towns video, but I know that they're not – just Carl Town's mom, but their family has kind of been rocked by COVID. It's lost my grandmother in December. It, it is, uh, it's, it's tough, and we're thinking of you. And those days that come, they're not easy. So, well said, a good reminder, and uh, not even COVID related, just life related. You know, very fragile. Want to go to our last break, Terry? Oh, are we owed a break? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do uh, it. I, whether or not you can stay for it, I got to have Justin tell another story on the Patreon That's fine page. By me. There's a big one that I want. What if I can't stay for it? Can you stay? I can stay. Okay. <laughs> if you couldn't, that's okay too. I understand. All right. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Roll X Sports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. What a bird to call Trevor again.
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Ah, the best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo! Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Bobby Cook Golf Academy over off exit four. Get better at golf. That's all you need to know. And they have three simulators, and you can hit the range, play courses, or get lessons from Bobby Cook himself. BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com to learn more. 812-913-4415. Let's finish up this text line. We are going to record a brief Patreon after this. We've got another just absolute wild Justin story that you're going to want to hear. So we'll be doing that after we get off the air today, which for a lot of folks, we were never on the air. So if you did go download the podcast for us because you couldn't hear us today, then at least maybe that's something good that came out of this. But one, we are very, very appreciative of you taking the time. And we are sorry for those that were inconvenienced by today's hiccups. Wish we could do something. Really do. Texter says, John here. Good morning to the station. I can't hear. This sucks, but (laughs) hey, it is what it is. Okay, question. Time, are you guys excited about the NBA play-in tournament? I'm glad they added it. It seems interesting, and it could add excitement. And who is your sleeper team to win the NBA championship? Well, got to go. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, John, sorry, buddy. Uh, we miss you. I like the play-in tournament. I'm, I've am i kind of just gotten to the point where I used to be like, it's ridiculous the NBA allows so many teams in the playoffs. It's not even an accomplishment making it. But they're a league that just – Plays for seeding. That's that's what it's all about. And generally, you know, you only feel like there's probably three or four teams realistically that can win at any time, anyways, and that's usually on a good year. So kind of uh, fun though that it's uh like you get a wait. I'm looking at the bracket. So here's here's what it is because you have losers can advance. The the seven and the eight play each other, and then the nine and the ten play each other. Okay, so, so the winner of the nine ten game plays the winner or, or the loser of the seven eight game. So the seven so, and eight can afford to lose a game and still get in the playoffs. So if you're in the seven eight game, if you just win one play in game, you're in the tournament. Now, if you were to lose two of them, you're out of the tournament. If you're in the ten eleven spot, Roush, you have to win two games to get into the field. So it still sets up nicely for your seven and eights like normal times. But right now the Lakers are seventh, if I'm not mistaken. And I think they'd have to play the Warriors in that eight game. So it'd be seven eight. Then if the Lakers would probably win that, they would move to the seven seed. Bada boom, bada bing, they'd be in. If they lost to the Warriors somehow, which Anthony Davis is starting to heat up, they wouldn't lose that game. They won't be in the seventh spot, I think, when it's all said and done anyways. Although, really running out of time, so I don't know what the difference is. Don't have the standings pulled up here. I like it, though. I'm a fan of it. Should be fun. And I just want the Lakers to lose. Hats Ooh. off to John for still texting, even though he can't hear. I know. He's a trooper. Yeah. Wow. I'll give him uh, I'll give him Phoenix Suns as my sleeper to win the title. Yeah. Not really a sleeper. When yeah, they're really, the they're really not they're, anymore. They're yeah. the one seed for that, a little bit. That yeah. seems odd, yeah. That is very odd. Hey, they're, fun. they're good for Devin Booker. Yeah, finally. I thought, I thought he was going to have to get out of there to, to go anywhere. Yeah. But happy to see it, especially because the Suns just have, they have really cool uniforms. Chris Ball should be MVP, in my opinion. Dude is old as Vietnam, goes in there, and dominates. And still does State Farm commercials on the side. Dominates. He, he was just like, I'm, I'm turning it on this one, probably not one final season. He may as well keep playing. But he's taken this 
perennial loser and they're fighting for the one seed in the West, the loaded West, it really is nuts. He should absolutely be your MVP. I mean, and look at the Thunder this year. They were were they in the playoffs last year or just in contention? And then he leaves, and now they're the worst team by a bajillion. Now, granted that he's not the only one that's gone from that team, but still. he's uh, he, he has gone back in a time machine or something. With the stream being down, at least you guys get to see the true OG loyal fans that are Team KRC. Disappointed the stream isn't working, but cool to see the folks that enjoy themselves some Kentucky roll call. Uh, very appreciative for anyone that wants to listen to our show. And I know there are people that aren't loyal listeners, so if they have a little bit of hassle listening to our show, they're just, they're not going to listen to it. And maybe they won't come back. So that's what I don't love about that stuff. But, yes, the loyal folks are the best, and uh, we thank you all. And, again, we apologize. Hey, guys, do you all think Coach Bo was celebrating winning the SEC East early over the weekend? Uh, Hmm. Hmm. TJ, where did where would Mintz fall on that list of five you tweeted yesterday? I'd take him ahead of Wheeler, but below the other four. Let me pull up my list just so I – because it changes for me because I'm a big dum-dum. Um, no, hmm. in all seriousness, my opinion changes. So I went Hardy, Pippen, Alvarado, Zegarowski, and Wheeler. I would put Mintz above Zegarowski behind Alvarado. So it'd go Hardy, Pippen, Alvarado, Mintz. Did you say four? No, you said fifth. Mm-hmm. Ahead of Wheeler. I'd have him ahead of Wheeler and Zagorowski. Zagorowski could very well be better, but I'm going to take what the difference I think. And Zagorowski is the player I know the least about for what it's worth. Um, have watched his highlights, but that's pretty much the extent. Watched when Creighton played, pretty much the extent. So I think he's probably better than Mintz, but I'm going to take the experience playing for Cal of Mintz and the three-point shooting expertise over Zegarowski. A little, a little consistency goes along. I mean, and also it's yeah. the thing about, like, Zegarowski's a good shooter as well, but there is something about shooting and Rupp. And Mintz, Mintz may be, I'm sure there's stats to prove this, I wonder where Mintz would rank in terms of Calipari player shooting percentage in Rupp Arena. Like, obviously Lamb would be better. Some of your usual suspects may be better. But Mintz had big games at Rupp. You don't see a lot of that. You know, the Monk game, the Meek, uh, Malik, or Jody Meeks, that was on the road. You don't yeah. get like the huge outpouring of points so often at Rupp Arena. Uh, 38% three point shooter. I think it could be better with another year, too, because he, he wasn't on fire there that first few months. All right. Uh, so that's where I put him. Oh, a little breaking news as we go off the air. Uh, tonight's baseball game between the Batcats and Moorhead State canceled due to positive testing at Moorhead State. Hmm. Positive testing, contact tracing, and quarantining. Hmm. Weekend series for South Carolina is on a schedule. Okay, it's a big one for the Batcats after getting hosed. They, they definitely have to win that South Carolina series, but uh, we'll talk more about it as the week goes on. We'll be back tomorrow for a wacky Wednesday. Everybody, please cross your fingers. The stream works. Sorry, It'll again. be working by tomorrow. Okay, that's the old JK guarantee. You don't go against it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Wednesday.